Yep. It's true. So I think that we're doing a better job of this than anyone else I've seen. <laughs> Way I'm to not, toot I'm, your own horn there, babe. It's our horn, first of all. And I think that it's true. I think that I, I look at boundaries and it's so generic. It's like, okay, you just, would you get that from like a textbook? That makes no sense. How do I apply that to my life? This is how you do it. This is where you start. Yeah. And it's also a lot of people, they want us to tell them, well, what boundary tell do me I what set? boundary do I set? I, can't. I cannot tell you what boundary do you set because let me explain something to you also. When you set up your own boundaries, you are building up your self-esteem like you will not believe. It is going to be empowering when you do it on your own based on what we share in this series. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Till the Wheels Fall Off. I am Matt. I'm Paige. Before we begin, I want to thank each and every one of you. Uh, we had our best week of the podcast ever, Woo-woo. ever. It's incredible. Like the, the downloads are flowing in. People are messaging us. They're reaching out. They're sharing stuff. And it's so cool to watch this thing grow. It's amazing. I just want to thank each and every one of you that has listened, that has checked out our accounts, that has reached out. And it's just, it's amazing. Without you guys, I guess we'd still be doing it. It just wouldn't be nearly as fun. So thanks for being here (laughs) along the ride. (laughs) We are introducing our first series. This is a series on boundary setting, which is the most requested topic I think that we deal with. Yeah. If we get an email, if we get a DM, it's generally has to do with this. So we're going to walk you through this, a step-by-step process in three parts. And the first one is, do you know what your values are? It's where you start. It's where you start, right? So why is, why are we talking about your values? Um, when you look at your life, what's important to you and you look at boundaries, Boundaries defend what's important to you. They guard what's important to you. Nothing's more important and near and dear to your heart and the way that you operate in the world as your values. Your values really are like, if someone had to ask you what you're about, you would list off your values and then you would drop the mic. Like, that's what I'm about. This is what I, this is for lack of a better term. This is what I value. (laughs) These These are the things that I'm about. This is what I look for in other people. This is how I operate. This is how I respond your values say it all. It's like the foundation of your home. It starts with your values. So in order to look at like, what boundaries do I set? Let's look at your values first. So we know what to protect. Yeah. So let's go through some examples of values in general. Cause for a lot of people, they're hearing this, like, I know what values mean, but like, what exactly are you talking about? Yeah. And I, can I just back up a little bit and Absolutely. say that a lot of the people that I work with, um, who are struggling in relationships with an alcoholic or addict, we lose our values in a relationship because you have to bend them so much. We bend them. We question everything. And I remember I had some pretty hardcore values when I first met Matt, even as a teenager, like it's things that I was just born with. I've always admired that about you, that you always knew what you stood for and you were proud of it. Yeah. But then once I got into a deeper relationship with you and your addiction and stuff, I started to question my values. I lost my values. And when I lost my values, I lost myself. Yeah. And you lose your values. It's not like you just give up on them one day. What we usually do is that you love someone so much and you want things to work that you start sacrificing little pieces of your value set and yourself. Mm -hmm. And over time, what happens is they kind of get erased. And then you start to feel this anxiety because you're operating in a way that isn't in line with your core values. Right. And so you're kind of going through the world in a very false sense, in a very false state where it's like, this is not me, man. This is not what I'm about. And 
the, the feeling that your body gives you back is like anxiety and just this general angst and discomfort and hesitancy and these, these negative funny feelings that we get are because we've dropped our values. We've, we've bent them too many times over and over and over, usually for someone else to try to make a relationship work because we want it to work and there's nothing wrong with wanting it to work. But if you know what I'm talking about when you've lost your values and Paige, I think walk me through what that process was like and did it happen overnight? Was it a long process? Losing my values? Yeah. It didn't happen overnight. That happened throughout like many years. It was just constantly being basically beat down or just, you know, questioning everything that I did. Or when I would like chastise your values. Absolutely that. Yes. And this is going to, this happens in relationships that are unhealthy. It's not necessarily like with addicts or alcoholics. It's with people who are mentally unstable, people who are stalled, people who um, just basically don't line up with your values. Yeah. They don't align with your values. And in our situation, um, man, I just, I feel like I owe you an apology again. Like I've, I've apologized for this more times than I can count, but for, for kicking you while you were down and telling you that the way that you live life was wrong in any sort of way, just because it didn't agree with what I was trying to do at the moment. Yeah. But my problem is that I allowed you to do it. So that's my fault. So we're both in the wrong. That's huge growth for you to be able to say that, that you allowed it because in a sense it's true. And it's really hard to say that like, as you're being abused, that but you we all have we always have a part in this right yeah, absolutely and that was your part That's my part was that you allowed it for for quite some time right so we're gonna go through some examples of what you because like matt said whenever we talk to people about their values they're like what what values what am i what do i stand for i don't even know where to begin yeah so we're gonna break it down and we have about 16 examples just for you to start with start with these and you can elaborate on them you can pick different ones you can throw these aside but i think these are pretty general ones that a lot of people hold. Right. All right. So number one is going to be integrity, which is, you know, honesty, trustworthiness, and moral principles. Remember, I have a lot of moral principles. She does. (laughs) Absolutely. There's right and wrong. Yeah. Um, Two is going to be respect. So valuing and treating others with dignity, fairness, and consideration. Fairness, you know how we feel about that word. I don't like that word. No, we don't like that word. (laughs) Life is not fair. Um, number three is going to be responsibility. So, you know, taking ownership of your own actions, obligations, and commitments. Um, number four is compassion, showing empathy, kindness, and concern for the well-being of others. Number five is perseverance, demonstrating determination, resilience, and a strong work ethic. I love that one. That's a great one. Number six is equality, believing in justice and equal opportunities for all. I still think there's a gray area with that one. Well, I think when it comes to like social equities and things like that, there's a great place for this. But I think Absolutely. if you're talking to your kids, yes. Like when it comes to parenting, I'm like fairness. Mm, that's a mm, tough one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> first, th- first lesson we taught our kids is that life ain't fair. Yeah. Don't yeah, expect it to be for sure. Um, number seven is authenticity. So being true to yourself, genuine and transparent in your thoughts and actions. That's our favorite. Your, your shirt says authentic. authentic. Oh, I forgot that I was wearing that. <laughs> That's a two fill shirt, by the way. Yeah. Cause we, after this, after we go through these examples, we're going to tell y'all what our personal. We'll share you. Yeah. Um, number eight is going to be accountability. So accepting responsibility for your choices and your con and their consequences. Number nine is going to be courage. So facing challenges, adversity, and fear with bravery and confidence. 10 is growth. Another one of my favorites, mm-hmm. valuing personal development, continuous learning and self-improvement. 11 is harmony. 
seeking balance, peace, and cooperation in relationships and environments. 12 is humility, recognizing and acknowledging one's strengths and limitations with modesty. 13 is open-mindedness, being receptive to new ideas, perspectives, and experiences. 14, family, prioritizing and valuing familial relationships and their well-being. 15 is sustainability, caring for the environment and supporting sustainable practices. 16, spirituality, recognizing and cultivating a sense of connection with the higher power. A quick break in the action to let you know about an exciting development in the Tufo universe. When we started this thing, we said we would never work with an advertiser or company unless it's something that we believed in and we already use. If you're looking for professional, affordable mental health care, look no further than Taylor Counseling Group, your trusted source for accessible therapy in Texas. Taylor Counseling Group believes that everyone deserves premium mental health care, regardless of their income level. That's why they offer reliable and affordable services at 12 locations across Texas. They've made affordability a priority. They are in network with most major insurance, and the standard private rate is only $100 per session, significantly lower than many other practices offering the same high-quality therapy. They believe that getting the help you need shouldn't drain your wallet. Scheduling an appointment is quick and easy with their convenient online booking tool. No complicated processes or long wait times. They value your time and ensure that you can access the care you deserve without any hassle. At Taylor Counseling Group, they believe in a personalized approach to therapy. Professionally trained counselors offer a diverse range of services, including individual counseling, couples counseling, family therapy, play therapy for children, and even specialized techniques like cognitive processing and existential psychotherapy. They're here to help you navigate life's challenges and develop a personalized treatment plan tailored to your unique goals. Taylor Counseling Group is your partner on the path to mental wellness. Experience professional, affordable care that puts you first. Visit their website, taylorcounselinggroup.com, or call them today to schedule an appointment and tell them Tufo Couple sent you. A link and phone number is going to be available in the show notes. And back to the action. These are just 16 examples that are generally found on a lot of people's value sets. You can have as many or as few values as you would like. They just need to resonate with you. They need to be important to you. When you look at these things, you need to say, that's me. That's, that's me. And yeah. you'll know the feeling when you read it yep. and you can apply it to your life almost instantly mm-hmm. in the way that you behave and your actions and the things that you, you know, you hold dear. Right. I almost said value again. I need to find it. I need to hop on synonym with thesaurus. And, <laughs> You're like me today. <laughs> but anyway. Okay. So I'm just going to talk about what my personal values are um, when I went through this process. Um, accountability. I think it's huge on all aspects like my personal accountability people taking accountability accountability thank you (laughs) you know people taking responsibility for their own actions it's extremely important to me that's a lost art by the way it really is um personal development you know that's actually your mental health your physical health every anything that's going to help you grow and not say stay stagnant i think that that is just so important as a human being for my you know personal values. Um, harmony. This was basically seeking balance and peace and, um, cooperation in your relationships and environments. I think that this is because I'm an HSP and it's better when things are kind of calm because I take in a lot of emotions. So harmony is huge for me in that. I think the key key word there that I love so much is balance, Balance. seeking balance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, integrity. Honesty is so important to me. And that's been one of my values since basically birth. It's indispensable for you. Yes. That one has not changed. Perseverance, you know, hard work, ethic. I, I 
got that from my dad, I think. Um, and I, it's really huge for people or myself to be, you know, hardworking. And the resilience too. I think that I look at your story and what we've been through and to say that you persevered and that you're resilient is like the greatest understatement ever. I think that's a really good one for you. You really think I'm resilient? Yeah. What are you talking about? Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I just never even thought about that. You kind of just I think you're Blew incredibly resilient. Yes. <laughs> All right. Good to know. And then my last one is authenticity. And that's always been a number one for me too. But I also want to say that values can change. They at can. Some point. They, they can, can change. They can change over time. They can, you know, but there are some for me that I feel aren't going to change. Like the honesty and things that I was actually born with. But I did lose. I kind of lost them when you were using, you know, but not 100%. Yeah. And as we talked about in the beginning of the episode, it's, it's easy to get in a relationship with somebody or a job even sometimes, or in a new set of friends and be influenced to the point where you start to lose your own values. And that's different than changing. Like you can change your values over time as you grow and learn new things. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about having these things stripped away and sort of sacrificed against your will in order to keep a relationship intact or in order to keep a career or, you know, any of those things. Yeah. And so for many people who are in love with an alcoholic or an addict, you've lost your values. You've lost your identity. You're not really sure who you are. So uh, we want to reiterate again that this is critically important. Like get out a piece of paper, get a notebook out and start jotting down what your values really are. What am I about? What's important to me? You know, what, And think back to the time when you, before this person, before that relationship, like what made life simple at that point in your life? Like Mm -hmm. what, what was going on? Like what were you about? Right. So my values are honesty, open-mindedness, accountability, growth. So personal development, um, humility, spirituality, and authenticity. And we share a lot of the same values and that's not, um, that's not a coincidence no. Two people who are deeply in love and care about each other will generally share values. So I would ask, you know, look at, look at your life and your friendships and your partnerships and those closest to you, the people that you really hold nearest and dearest, and you know, you can trust, you probably have aligned values. Those that you have trouble with, you probably don't share the same values right now in this moment. Maybe at one time you did, but things can change over time. And this is where conflict in relationships really starts a difference in values. You know, I was talking about how I lost my values whenever you were using. Well, you didn't have very many values either. No. So you had lost your values as well. I sacrificed every single one of them. Yeah. I sacrificed every single one of them. But we both were screwed up in that area. Yeah. I mean, when you're, when you're lying 24 seven to maintain a life of, you know, drug use and drug abuse and alcoholism, like you, you will basically get rid of everything that's important to you. Yeah. And you have to start from scratch and you have to rebuild. This is literally what we both did. This is step one. Yeah. So how do you figure out what your values are? If you've completely lost touch like, what do you do? Like, how do you begin? All right. We're going to go through a list of things for y'all to help you help guide you through this process. So first you're going to, um, it's, you're going to take reflection. You're going to take the time to reflect on your experiences, your beliefs, what matters most to you, you know, consider significant moments in your life and identify the values that were present during those times. I think about 
like significant events. So for me, it was like cleaning up was a big one. But I think another one is um, for any parents out there, like when your kids are born, life takes on new meaning. If you if you're a parent, you know what I'm talking about. Like some things that used to be sort of important to you don't matter as much. Yep. You know, now it's about guarding the family unit. Like that becomes a incredibly important core value for you. Where maybe as before, you were just kind of in college and you saw your family sometimes and they weren't as important. Like that's a so, but reflecting on the the things that have truly been um, significant in your life that kind of made you who you are, like what what were your values at that time? Yeah. So look at that. Um, next, you're going to identify core aspects of your identity. Identity. So reflect on the qualities and characteristics that define who you are as a person. Like what are the traits that you admire in yourself and others, and what aspects of your identity identity do you hold dear? For me, this is where like authenticity came from as a core value, because when I think about like what makes me is like, who am I? Like, who am I as a person? Like, Mm -hmm. what am I about? And like what I found was that a lot of the things that I really believed in, like weren't really opinions that were closely held by other people around me. So it became that much more important to be authentic because it was, it was a value of mine. Like I was a chameleon for so many years or I was, exactly. I was a people pleaser and I would pretend to be someone I wasn't just so you would like me because my greatest fear in life is that you just wouldn't like me. I wanted friends. I wanted to be liked and admired. And I spent a lot of time doing that. And it, it means part of the reason I lost myself. And yeah. so reestablishing that for me, like this is, this is, this is what I did to get the get to authenticity and, and really understand why it was so important to me moving forward in life. Just yeah. be me. And I think for you too, right? Uh, yeah. I was, what I was going to say speak is for that both of us we there. were seriously writing down the same thing, I think, because like, what are the traits that I admire in myself? I have to say it's honesty and authenticity. And that's something that I've always had. Like that's something that's actually part of my identity. Yeah. All right. So the next one is going to be can examine your priorities. So consider what your priorities are in life. Is it your family, your career, your personal growth, relationships, spirituality, or something else? Identifying the priorities can shed light on the value that align with those areas. Yeah. And so something I, I thought of here, um, thinking back to our previous life, because we've lived like three lives together. Think of that like second one where it was kind of like through college and like growing up and everything. There was a time when like chilling with my friends and I guess our friends, we've always had the same friends was incredibly important. Like that was what was, that's what we valued. We valued that time. We valued the conversations and the philosophical discussions and all that kind of stuff. And like, that was incredibly important to me. And this is an example of a value changing over time. My friends are still important, but my friends aren't the most important thing in my life anymore. Yeah. You know, so examine your priorities at this moment, yep. at this moment, yep. and will help clarify where you stand today. And you, this is also how you kind of look back over time and look at your growth and like, where am I today? I'm not that person anymore. And give yourself permission to not be that person anymore. Like you don't have to be the girl you were, you know, 12 years ago. Like you've grown up, you've been through a lot. Like who are you today? and value what your priorities are in this moment and don't make apologies for it. It's, it's, it's great. That's who you are. Yep. Be you. Yep. Exactly. You want me to do the next one? For sure. Okay. Um, assess what brings you 
fulfillment. You know, think about activities, experiences, or achievements that bring you a sense of fulfillment and satisfaction. Values are associated with those experiences. So if you feel fulfilled when helping others or the value of compassion, that might be important to you. So what's important for us? Like you can speak for both of us on this one. Yeah. Um, some of the activities that bring fulfillment for both of us, it's, it's been, it's been fitness. Yep. Um, and it, not in a vain sense by any means, nope. but I did this when I first got sober. You did this when you were going through a really difficult period in your life as well. And for me, it's more about the mental growth that takes place yep. when I think I can't do something and then I achieve it. I get a ton of fulfillment from that. Yep. And it's, it's about personal growth. Like that That's I discovered that the, the underlying value of an exercise is uh-huh. personal growth. So for some people it could be hiking or being outdoors. And I think that there's something that connects you to the spirit of the universe when you're outdoors and people feel closer to God and they feel closer to their creator and their maker when they're out and about in, in the creation itself. And so that brings you fulfillment. Like yep. that's a great thing. Explore, explore that further. Keep going. Right. Um, I'm about to head off to a treatment center to volunteer. Um, it's a, you know, it's the same place I got sober. Actually, they still let me come in there and talk and it's so cool, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's very much about spirituality and altruism and just, and just, you know, being of service for other people to get me out of myself. And the underlying value there is humility is that, you know, humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. And when I'm doing that, I'm thinking of myself less and more about others. And that's a good thing for me. Yeah. And for me, I'm going to say that, uh, what brings me fulfillment to is TUFO because, and what the values that align with that is going to be personal development, accountability, and perseverance and authenticity. Yeah. Like a lot of our values go hand in hand. With I, wrote, that. I wrote down TUFO equals everything. It basically <laughs> encompasses, really? it basically encompasses all of them. <laughs> and that hilarious. was part of the reason we started this. Like it wasn't just for everyone. It's like kind of our way of like sort of like acting out our values. Absolutely. Like this is kind of what it's all about uh-huh. for us. And it reiterates our values. It's it does. Great. I love that. So find something that does that for you. And you, it might've existed at one time in your life. You might've had a glimmer of it at one point. You're like, I should do more of that. You might not have discovered it yet and start to think about what that looks like. Yep. All right. The next one is going to be, I love this one. Consider your role models. So I'm sorry if I like blew into the microphone. Did you just, <laughs> I just like whacked my face into just it. Us. So reflect on the people you admire and look up to, you know, what values do they have? Identify the values that resonate with you. It can help you uncover your own values. So for me, my role models are Matt and my parents, because both, both of my parents are very hard workers. They're very authentic and they're very honest. And I the think resilient that has, as hell they too. really are. They're, they're incredible people that have really instilled a lot of values in me. Also open-minded. You think about when they grew up and the time and what was going on, you know, in society at that time and what things must have been like, and mm-hmm. then what they're like today. It took a ton of open-mindedness for them to get where they are, where they're like, they care about everyone, regardless of their race or, you know, background or anything else. Like they're very genuinely caring people. Yeah. So that tells me that there's a, a lot of open-mindedness behind that. Yeah. And my stepdad, he's a role model as well. Yeah. He's incredible. He's incredible. What about you? Your role models. And so this is, this is kind of cool. Um, this is actually in, in business. Like you guys, if you work for a business, you've seen like the mission statement and all that crap. Like there's actually a lot that goes behind that. And so, um, <laughs> There's this book called Traction. It's actually right here on the, the shelf. Um, <laughs> it's it's the Entrepreneurial Operating System, EOS. It's basically an operating system for your business. And the first thing that you do is you define your core values. 
And part of that practice is going through and looking at your industry. So let's say that your industry is, I don't know, selling cars. Like you would look at your industry and be like, I admire, you know, Jim Bob or whoever, because he's been in the industry for 40 years. He's hardworking. He always innovates. And you find the reasons you admire him and you sort of model that's the type of person you want in your organization. That's the type of person I want to be. So you can do this for a business too. You can do it, but mm-hmm. I do it individually first. So who oh, are the yeah. people around you that you really value? Like people that you just stick to, that you admire and look at what it is about them that makes you admire them so much. Like it's okay to copy others. It's fine. If that's something you admire, there's a reason for it. Yep. Incredibly important. Start start to look outward at your circle. Yeah. It's all also help you identify people that don't align with your values as well. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of a twofold exercise. Yep. And be like, man, why do I hang out with that guy? I mean, he just serves me no good. Like, what am I doing with We're this guy? We're going to go down that route in the next part of the series. <laughs> right on. <laughs> um, okay. So the next part, you're going to question your assumption or question assumptions and so, uh, societal expectations. So consider the values that have been instilled in you by society, your the culture or your family. Reflect on whether those values truly align with who you are or if there are aspects you wish to challenge or redefine. I got something to say about this. Uh-huh. Um I kind of mentioned it in our last <laughs> <Go> episode. <off. laughs> no, I'm not going off. I kind of mentioned it in our last episode. Uh I've always felt kind of like a leper in society. Like I just didn't quite align with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I think a big part of that has to do with our geography. Uh, we grew up, we, we were raised in a very, very conservative place. And mm-hmm. I think that I believe in balance in the force. Right. So I don't think it's all right or all left, but I've always felt like kind of like I just didn't fit in ever. Yeah. And so I've always kind of had to like, for lack of a better term, shoot my middle fingers up at the way that things were done. And like, I'm just going to use my head. I'm not just going to follow blindly what everyone's doing. So when you look at society, where you were raised, maybe even the family unit you were raised in, start to question that stuff. I yep. think it's important to question it. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to go anti-everything. Some of that right. stuff might be great and it might yep. serve a purpose, but not everything. And there might yeah. there's a lot of stuff that's in your identity that is just kind of put there, just arbitrarily stuck there. Start to look outward and figure out, what do I? what am I about? What do I believe in? Like screw everyone else. What am I about? Mm-hmm. So question it, start to ask questions and challenge these, you know, these preconceived notions about what you're supposed to do, what family looks like. You know, this is what, this is what we do in this culture. This is what we don't do. Okay. Why? 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 And how does that apply to me? Again, like, where's that rule book? Yeah. Show me the rule book. <laughs> I've been looking for this freaking book for the rest of my whole life, man. I've yet to see it, but so many people apparently read it. Can't stand that damn book. This is why I love you and look up to you, by the way. <laughs> You've helped me find a lot of balance in my life when it came to that. I love that. We've Thank had those you. conversations more than I can count. It's yeah. like more times than I can count. You, right. you would tell me something. I'm like, show me in the rule book where it says we got to do that. Yeah. But that's just what you do. But why? Why? And you'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> Like, well, could we not and see what that's like? Yeah. So you've helped me question. Some and things. sometimes it, we fall on our face and fail, but uh-huh. sometimes we find out that like, wow, okay, this is, this is more about, this feels more us. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. All right. The next part is prioritize and refine. So once you have a list of potential values, prioritize them based on their importance to you. You may find that some values resonate more strongly than others. Refine your list and narrow it down to a set of core values that truly represent you. Core values in general, I think they say three to five. Mm -hmm. You could even take it up to seven, but refine those. So you could 
we had a list of 16 earlier. Some people might say, yeah, all 16. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. Which of those are the most important? Right. Which of those can you not live with? So start to narrow down that list and really hone in on your core values. Right. Try to get it down to five. Yeah. Just arbitrary number. Yeah. You can challenge that. That's good. <laughs> challenge it. So the last part is going to be test and live your values. So put your values into action and observe how they guide your decisions and behaviors. Notice if there is alignment between your values and your actions and make adjustments if necessary. So I was reading this one and looking at it and like, huh? Hmm. Yeah, (laughs) it's true because you can just pick a value because you think it sounds great. For instance, sustainability was one. I'm like, I really do believe that we should take better care of our planet. But do my actions really reflect that value? Like, I need to be better about it if I'm really going to call it a core value. Yeah. Like, I still drive a gas vehicle. Um, you know, I recycle, but we don't recycle everything. Like, I do my best to even clean out the peanut butter jar when I'm done with it <laughs> to make sure it's, like, fit for the recycling place. Like, yeah. But there are some values that you might you might say you value, but what do your actions say? Yeah. And think about the people around you as well. What do their actions say? Do they align with your values? Mm-hmm. Actions have to align with values or it's meaningless. It means mm-hmm. nothing. It's just it's just lip service. It's just jibber jabber. It means nothing. Yeah. It means nothing. So your actions have to align with your values if they're going to make any sense. And so when we talk about testing and living them, start to put the stuff into action. Mm-hmm. And here's something that is critically important about core values. Like, okay, we're talking about this stuff. Like, why is it important? Your core values will guide every decision that you make from here on out. Mm-hmm. When you are disturbed, when you're not sure what to do, when you're not sure what decision to make, what's the right decision, what's the wrong decision, the right decision is always related to your values. It always goes back to your values. Yep. When you're unsure, okay, do I, do I steal the candy bar or not? I don't know. Just a stupid example. You don't because your core value is integrity. It's honesty. We don't do those things. But it's something as simple as that. Yeah, you know, but it gets true. a little more complex. Like, you know, well, is it wrong for me to tolerate abuse in my relationship? Mm-hmm. Well, what are your values? Yeah. What do those values say about that? What do the values say? Always go back to that list. That's your foundation. That's your concrete. And every decision you make goes from there. And like, once again, like I told you, you can do these in business. That's what businesses do. Like great businesses. I know with incredible cultures when they're unsure about what to do, what do our values say? And they go to the drawing board and they make decisions based on their values. This keeps you consistent over time so that things you do as you grow, always go back there. You can defend these things because they are part of your core makeup. This is what we're really about. It keeps you from flying off the handle. And I mean, it's not to say that you can't every so often, like you have to do what you have to do, but The more you stick with your core values, the better you'll feel, the safer you'll be. And the more that life will, your life will coordinate with how, who you really are and what you're really about. The things around you suddenly become part of you and you're living your life, living a life that you want, a life that you designed. This Mm -hmm. helps you design your life. Yep. It's incredibly important. That's great. So this is part one of a three part series. Next episode, we are going to do the opposite of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what are behaviors and actions that make you uncomfortable and what are your non-negotiables? Yeah. We talked about some of these things are maybe negotiable at times, Yeah, but there are a lot of these that are just non-negotiable. Yeah. 
And this is going to help you with boundaries. Remember, this yes. is what we're this is what we're doing here. Yep. This is step one in boundary forming. Is okay. We start from scratch. What am I about? Yep. That's the first step Very in setting step. a boundary. So I hope we broke this up for y'all and helped you get started. Yeah. I hope this is helpful. I think it I is. I think honestly. it is. I, I think it's great. It I'm, has opened my mind to so much. And I've, I've looked around on the internet, and there there are tons and tons of videos and clips and like articles about boundaries, but they're all so generic that it leaves you going. Well, what do I do, do with I that? Do with that, I don't know how to start with this. What do I, I do with that? Do. Yeah, because it gets really complicated setting boundaries with difficult people. Damn right. But when people are difficult and you set up a boundary, that means that boundary was supposed to be set in the first place. Whoop, whoop. So. It's true. Yeah, it's true. So I think that we're doing a better job of this than anyone else I've seen. <laughs> Way I'm to not, toot I'm, your own horn, there, babe. It's our horn, first of all, and I think that it's true. <laughs> I think that I, I look at boundaries and it's so generic. It's like, okay, you just, would you get that from like a textbook? That makes no sense. How do I apply that to my life? This is how you do it. This is where you start. Yeah. And it's also a lot of people, they want us to tell them, well, what boundary do I what set? boundary do I set? I, can't. I cannot tell you what boundary do you set? Because let me explain something to you. Also, when you set up your own boundaries, you are building up your self-esteem. Like you will not believe it is going to be empowering when you do it on your own based on what we share in the series. Catch a man to fish, show a man to fish. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we'll show you how to fish. Okay. I think that's it. Yeah. That covers it. Awesome. All right. Uh, we've got also, so if you're in the middle of it, you can't wait till next week. We do have some, I wouldn't say they're generic guys. There's some pretty detailed guides on our website, www.tufo.com, mm-hmm. where you can go and check out all kinds of interesting things along the lines of this. Yes. Boundaries is one of the, the guides available there. We've also got a community with a ton of awesome people. It's growing every single day that are doing the same things. These people are all centered on growth. They're trying to get better. And it's, it's, it's awesome to watch, but if you want to be around a bunch of people that are like you check out our website, uh, I think the community's linked on our website, right? Yes. I think it's under contact us. I don't remember specifically. If it's not, you can check out any of our social media profiles, uh, at TUFO underscore couple, TWFO underscore couple, check out our link tree. I know that it's in there. It is in the link tree. It's in there for sure. Yeah. We have that everywhere. You can also check out past episodes and, and all kinds of stuff. Yep. All right. Well. That wraps it up. Until next time, I am Matt. I'm Paige. And we'll see you. Bye.